your button. I'm going to ban him from the podcast for a second he time. He doesn't edit the podcast. It's all live, yeah. live action. It no, I just, cut out, I just cut out the silences where we sit there and we think for too long. You mean you think for too long? We don't usually him. think too long. Yeah, okay, sure. <laughs> uh, welcome to me, my parents, and Liam Neeson, where Dad has narrowly avoided being banned from the podcast. Oh, and Mom's out of wine. <laughs> and Mom's out of wine. Uh, Darn it! Fun fact, this uh, this week was not a wine because it was a bad movie necessarily, but we'll get to that later. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm Dan. I'm Patrick. I'm Carrie. And this week, I forgot to get a movie from the library. And so, I was being that stubborn mom that refused to go get the movie from the library. Because apparently it's my it's job. Christmas. It's Christmas. We're recording this around Christmas time. This will go up closer to New Year's. Right. Uh, so we watched a very Christmassy movie from Amazon... Except it's not very Christmassy at all. I'm making a face. It's called Seraphim Falls. This movie was from 2006 and stars, along with Liam Neeson, one Pierce Brosnan. Bond. John Bond, James Bond, in fact. James Bond. Uh, let's take a look at some things about this film. Number one, Mom was being a bit sarcastic about, ah, directed by David Von Anken. Ah, written by David Von Anken. <laughs> ah, uh-huh. you must think he's so clever. David Von Anken is actually a longtime TV producer. What? Well, good for him. I I, actually enjoyed this film. Yeah. I mean, the the blood and guts aside. He did, like, mm, episodes here and there of things. This movie was his feature film debut. Hmm. Huh. But he did, like, episodes of Heroes. uh, Lots of Cold Case. Cold Case was actually probably where he was a big thing. CSI New York, he did a lot of that. Vampire Diaries, which I hear is a good show, but I haven't seen any of it. I like CSI. Yeah. I'm just saying. Uh, he also directed the uh, Spike TV miniseries Tut, which I hear is a good thing. Yeah. I don't know about that one. Uh, so, yeah, he's done a couple other uh, things, but this was his first film. Wow. Also important for this one, the cinematographer mm-hmm. is going to be of note. This guy by the name of John Toll. Mm-hmm. Now, you don't necessarily know him because nobody really knows the names of cinematographers. Unless you're a cinematographer. Yeah. He was the cinematographer for Braveheart. This was the, a, okay, that would There that were would beautiful, beautiful scenes The Last Samurai, Cloud Atlas. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it, good. Yeah, no, he... This, he's, in a, he's an Oscar award-winning cinematographer. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and... The director, uh, no, he said of the director, because they have it on the Wikipedia, mm-hmm. it was, because I, I had to look this up here. Dan is always looking things up, just in case you were curious. It was a great opportunity to work with a director who was interested in visual storytelling, which mm-hmm. I will say, there was... They did very well with that. A, with a few exceptions, there was a lot of show, don't tell. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. I think that people... Will want to watch this film, and yeah. I think we should. We will not give up the yeah. the story for you people that yeah. think that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. go now, um, yeah, watch this film. I did not look up to. Oh wait, no, never mind. It was right there in the front. Wait, give Dan enough time. The music was composed by someone I've talked about on this podcast before. John Williams? No, no. sadly. Oh <laughs> no, you would you would have known if it was John Williams, right? Yeah. Because it would have been sweeping epic. That would be one Harry Gregson Williams. We've talked about him before. Chronicles of Narnia. Uh, and ah. at the time, I talked about Rupert Gregson Williams, mm-hmm. who I okay. believe did the music for Wonder Woman. Ah, and their <laughs> brothers. Ah, okay. 
Uh, in any case... Are they related to John Williams? I don't <laughs> actually know. Damn it, now I have to look this up. Now I have to look this up. <laughs> but of course you do. Well, that's what we do here. That would be interesting if they were, like, related. That would be a bunch of Williamses. You know, you'd, I, I figured they would say so yeah. right away oh, yeah, on his Wikipedia page. So no, it, can't, it must not be the must case. Must not be. All right. Uh, Sir, also appearing in this film, Mr. Pierce Brosnan. I are they? Have they both been knighted? No, that's a Monty Python reference, Mom. I know, but I was. It was a legitimate <laughs> question. I do not know if Pierce Brosnan has been knighted. Liam Neeson has not. Mm-hmm. He hasn't. I, I don't think that's, either, a, that's I don't an think, oversight. I don't think Probably. either of them. Have. I think we need to call up Her Majesty. I do not believe either of them have been. knighted. Or whoever is the the you know heir apparent. Now. On my uh, cell phone, no. I don't. Now, Mom, do you know what years he was James Bond? Ooh. Absolutely not. Dad might. Dad could give me a guess. No, this would be like the late 80s. No, 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 no. No, it's more recent than that. What? It would be... Uh-uh. It would probably be early 90s. It would be late 90s. Late 90s. Oh, I was off late by 10 90s. years. We'd be looking That's at because Golden I don't think I'm as old as I... 1995. 95, okay. It wasn't so far And off. then Tomorrow Never Dies, 97. And Die Another Day... No, The World Is Not Enough, 99. And Die Another Day is 2002. Wow. Those were his James Bond movies. Mars Attacks was mixed in there somewhere. Mars Attacks is 1996. <laughs> He's in Mars Attacks. Okay. I'm shaking my head no. He's been in a lot of things. Uh, he was Robinson Crusoe in Robinson Crusoe. Yes, he was. In the middle of being James Bond. Mm-hmm. That's weird. One of the Robinson Crusoe makings. Yeah. But it wasn't the Disney version that we saw. Technically... We've Sunday night. technically he's been in something with Liam Neeson before, though not at the same time. It wasn't Love Actually. It was The Simpsons. The Simpsons, <laughs> as Pierce Brosnan, of course. Of course. <laughs> so yeah, Mr. Pierce Brosnan uh, has been in a lot of things. I uh, oddly enough, I don't think he has any Oscars either. He doesn't. He's been nominated for two Golden Globes, but yeah. has not won any major, uh, like any of the big four awards. Well, it's hmm. just because we just love to watch him, and yeah. he's not his his agent probably doesn't have him in that kind of an oh, Oscar track. My God, what now? Okay, he's won once and nominated three other times for this award group. The AARP Movies for Grown Ups Awards. <laughs> this is just wrong. He won the Breakaway Accomplishment Award for his role in Mamma Mia. Oh. You know, it's just, that's like saying you get an award because you're still working while you're but old. But he was also nominated for be- for that same film for Best Supporting Actor and Best Grown Up Love Story. <laughs> Mom says no on multiple levels. All right, because Daniel, did you watch Mamma Mia? No. See, I, I have. I say no. No. We are not going to do the next podcast no. about Pierce Brosnan. We're no, just we're not, not going to. I also in this film that the parents eventually figured out which guy it was would be Ed Lauter, who has been in a lot of things. I think so. Uh, top on that list, there's a couple, but I uh, he was in he was the lead in Cujo. Mm-hmm. 
And what? he was in the first, the original King. He was in the 1976 King Kong. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. He's um He was in three things after he died. Oh, cuz he had been in Well, because what I read online was that he had mesothelioma, uh, a really progressive cancer. Mm-hmm. It was diagnosed and he died 5 months later. And he was a working actor. He was one of the quotes from the Los Angeles Times in what I'm assuming is his obit, was that people would say to him, hey, you know, I know you, but they didn't know his name. Yeah. Because he was that kind of a, I mean, just like I did with this film. Mm-hmm. I've seen that yep. guy in films before, he but I didn't know his name. Real Genius. He was in Real Genius. David Decker. He was, which guy was he? I don't know. He was one of the, he was one of the military guys. He was one of the military guys. That's right. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. He, that was pressuring them to get this project yeah, moving. And, yeah, yes. right. Yep. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Now, I am having to look back quite a long ways because mm-hmm. there was a reference to Revenge of the Nerds 2, and I want to see if he was also in Revenge of the Nerds. Oh, I don't know. Well, I have not watched... an episode of 5.0 and Magnum P.I. I have not watched not a surprise, Revenge was, of the Nerds for a long time. He was time. all over the place. And Charlie's in, Angels. In television. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, he oh. he was a working character actor in yeah. the hate in like the seventies, eighties heyday of television. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's an episode of Beretta. What the heck? Wow, that's you know different. Beretta? I do not know Beretta. Well, well we're not going to tell you about Beretta. Yeah, we are not learn that on your and own. Kojak. We are not going to do a podcast on seventies TV that we watched too much of <laughs> growing up. Are we really? Doing? Because we could probably no. talk for that for a while. We could no. probably do that. Mom says no. We're not going back to that kind of television. Okay, uh, and. Because we have not talked about the films of 2006 yet, we finally get to talk about the Academy Awards. We can do it. This was a relatively well-spread-out year for film. There was not, like, sometimes we'll have these in, uh, you know, one film wins 13 awards and Mm -hmm. everyone else just also was there. They just die, right. Most awards this year, four, for The Departed, Mr. Scorsese. Well... Good for him. It was, not, it was not the one with the most nominations either. That goes to Dreamgirls, which I have not seen. I think we... Didn't we see that? I think we did. Yep. Maybe but not in a theater. got going on here. Uh, so Best Picture and Best Director were for Departed. Mm-hmm. Best Actor, Forrest Whitaker, The Last King of Scotland. I have not seen that. Didn't we see that? Best Actress, Helen Mirren, as the Queen in uh, The Queen. Okay, that's oh. a good film. Mm-hmm. I like that. Uh, Little Miss Sunshine. Was also this year. Uh, more Departed, uh, Best Animated Feature Film. Unfortunately, this was a down year for Pixar because this was the year of Cars, mm. <laughs> so it went to Happy Feet instead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, best Documentary, An Inconvenient Truth. Yeah. So that well, there we go. Lots of th- lots of that going on. Best Live Action Short Film, West Bank Story. I've heard of that one. Never seen it. I haven't either. Yeah. No. This is a very well-rounded year. Letters from Iwo Jima. Okay. Got best sound editing. Best art direction, Pan's Labyrinth. Also got really best film. cinematography. That one is uh, Guillermo del Toro. Very artistic. Yeah, yeah. Lots of costumes in production. Uh, and I Pirates of the film. Caribbean, Dead Man's Chest. So... I don't know that that was a really fabulous movie. In well, it, it won for best visual effects because, let's be honest, they put Disney in, in behind it and it was right, pretty right, good. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, no, it was a very well-rounded year. This film, not going to be near that list, though, right, right. it wasn't bad. I 
I really appreciated the fact that it it didn't tell me what to think. It, I I needed to pay attention to the film. I needed to watch for clues. I needed to. I really needed to watch the characters and how they uh, progressed through a scene so that I could pick up on clues and make my own conclusions without it telling me yeah. what to think. Now, we aren't going to talk about much, but I think the first like 10 minutes of the film does need to be said because if us describing that makes you not want to watch <laughs> it, then it's not going to get better. Well, we didn't talk about the Zero Denison, which was about two minutes. About two minutes. But he's not the first person we see. The first person we see is Pierce Brosnan, mm-hmm. who is sporting a... It's, it's a Robert E. Lee a facial Robert hair. A Robert E. Lee facial it's hair. Pretty very, much. Well, it's overgrown. It's, it's graying. It's But it's very definitely the Colonel Sanders mm-hmm. southern gentleman beard yeah. that's maybe a little unkept at this yeah. point. And it honestly takes a long time for the film to acknowledge when this is it does they do they do have the the year flash up on the screen did you guys see that at the very beginning that was at the fairly beginning but but it wasn't but it wasn't super important it just kind of popped in there and went away yeah Mm -hmm. so if you weren't paying attention you could have easily missed that so if once you miss that, it's like we did. Apparently, mm-hmm. it takes a long time for them to admit that this is after the Civil War, mm-hmm. which explains the Colonel Sanders, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And so he is uh, prepping himself to. He's bundled up in furs. It looks like he's doing a bit of traveling in the in the mountains. Know, in the mountains, mm-hmm. and then he becomes shot. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we don't know why. And we don't know why. We and are curious. Why he, are people shooting at him? He decides that this is a very good time to not be where he is and begins leaving. Mm-hmm. Uh, at which point he leaves. And, and it's a, it becomes a really, really long, extended, no automobile car chase. Yes. This entire movie is one long car chase. Mm-hmm. With multiple vehicles. With multiple vehicles. And <laughs> that aren't cars. That aren't cars. <laughs> but after he decides to not be where people are shooting at him, the people who are shooting at him arrive. It is a pack of five people of varying moral fiber. <laughs> fiber. And okay. Uh, so there is the lead guy, who is Liam Neeson, who is telling them that he's going to pay them to do this job. He's obviously the bad he's, guy he's, in he's charge. He's obviously in charge. And I think he's the bad guy yeah. at this point at, in the film. At this point, he he's shot, he shot at a guy without showing him. And he's him. not wearing the white hat. Yeah. Nobody was wearing a white hat in this. That's well, true. Well, except for that young guy. The young guy was. Tan hat. So we've got Liam Neeson's in charge. Then we've got an old guy, which is Ed Lauder. We've got the guy who sounds like a bad guy. And he's a, he is definitely a bad guy. He's an asshat. Uh, we've got the young kid mm-hmm. who... We just, just know he's going to be the first to go. He's just happy to be and here. And you got the mouth breather. And we've got the... And we got oh, a, the mouth breather was the first to yeah, go. He was the first. He was definitely the first to go. If you're a mouth breather, I'm sorry, but you're going you're gonna to be the first one taken out. Yeah, especially if you're a bad guy. Especially if you're not a well-known actor. And if you're on oh. yeah. Liam Neeson's bad guy team, you're going to be yeah. the first to go. So they arrive and are determining where Pierce Brosnan has gone to. And, and they're having trouble with this. They're having trouble with this. Because well, the only yeah. smart guy in the bad guy team seems to be Liam Neeson. Yeah. And the guy he's chasing seems to be a little smarter yeah. in... Some ways. So, Just anyways, same. we're in the middle of snowy woods, and after this scene of Liam Neeson explaining that he's going to shoot shoot this guy, 
We cut to an extended scene where Pierce Brosnan remembers that bullets are bad for you. And, ex- and so is fire. And expels it from his own body using a hunting knife. And it's in his left shoulder, which means he re- has to take this giant knife. This is not <laughs> oh, yeah. a surgical implement. I went to the kitchen for this part. Yeah, mom was not I was here. Gone. Mom was not here for this I part. I couldn't watch and it. It was too much. he picks the, the bullet out of his shoulder. Ew, 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 ew. There's a bullet that made about a three-quarter inch hole yeah. in his arm. It was well, first bad, he drinks bad, some bad. booze, then he pours it on that spot. Yeah. Then he takes some leather and bites down on it, because it's what you would have to do. And then he picks the bullet out, and we're like, okay, okay. okay. And, he, and he, like, falls down, because he's... It, Writhing. He's, he's tired, because this hurts. And then he sticks his knife in the fire, and you go, oh, right, you have to close the wound up. You have to make it not bleed. Yeah. So he sticks his knife in the fire for about five seconds, and that's how long it takes to heat up a knife. I assume some manner of time cut happens in there, because that's how science <laughs> works. And then he cauterizes the wound with his the same knife he used to pick the bullet out. I stayed in the kitchen for this whole time. And then he is still very tired. And if after I've said all of this, you still want to watch this movie, <laughs> it's well worth it. You should watch it. You know, <laughs> But if you th- listen to this and went... You, uh, no, it doesn't get better. <laughs> well, here's the deal. You could always just stop watching for a short period of time. And go get something to eat. And get, get a you, snack. As you like anticipate when people are going to be removed from the cast. Right. They're, because those things happen. And they're not exactly surprises mm. when people become removed from the cast. Oh, some, a little bit of it is, but we aren't going right. to get into that. We won't tell yeah. you about that. But the entire film is this posse chasing Pierce Brosnan across what turns out to be, as far as filming locations go, Oregon and New Mexico. We but were wrong on all counts. In reality. We did not guess close. Oregon or New Mexico. But you're right. But in but the film, Nevada. Yes, right, right, right. Yeah. right. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to be Nevada. It's supposed to be Nevada. They go to Carson. They're going, they're going near Carson City at one, which that's is what, definitely, that's what in, they told definitely us. in Nevada. Mm-hmm. Right near the Ponderosa. I... <laughs> okay, speaking of television shows saying. that we watched too much when we were growing up. Well, we well we first had to talk about Remington Steel. Yes, that's true. We did oh talk my God. about Remington We did not Steel. talk about that He talked yet. about Remington we Steel while we were watching the film. We were waiting for you. You were on the phone. with Oh, with my Dan was trying to father. manufacture in his brain the television show. Because I knew I had heard of it. Based on the extremely unique name of the other lead of that show. <laughs> Who is, Dad? Stephanie Zimblist. Oh, she's the daughter of Ephraim Zimblist Jr. There you go. Yeah. See? <laughs> See, there do not go. get us started because we watched way too much television while we were growing up. <laughs> so, I, all of you kids out there, your parents are just like you. They also yeah. watch too much YouTube, except they called it TV. <laughs> <laughs> it's totally true. Totally true. Well, anyway, I think I don't think we want to talk about the plot and spoil this for people because no. people might want to watch it. There's definitely parts in this where you have to take a step back and go, "What he's doing makes sense. It's extremely gross, and I don't like it." Mm-hmm. What you uh, what you also realize is that you are far, far into the movie before you start to realize exactly what happened that made these guys yeah. chase after each other. And, mm-hmm. and one was chasing the other. They were not chasing each yeah. other. Mm-hmm. So 
And even then, it's very difficult to nail down who is a good and or bad guy. Yeah. And I think that helps the movie progress because mm-hmm. we're not sure. We think one guy is a really bad guy. Then we think, wait a minute, is the other guy the bad guy? And, you know, Liam Neeson at points does good things. Mm-hmm. And these are guys that And there's are, other people that do bad things. Well, yeah. Well, these are guys the that are creature. clearly... These are clearly mature individuals who have thought through their lives and... Decided this and is have, where they need and to be. have have really decided some things about what did I do that was right? What did I do that was wrong? You know, what was righteous? What wasn't kind of a thing. Both of them have gone through some of that. I think so. And, and they've chosen tell. this path. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you can tell. I will say the characters at the end, without saying too much about them, were far too metaphorical, I think, for the rest of the film. They were. <laughs> well, perhaps well. they were not real. Mm-hmm. Perhaps they were, they were fiction. One, one of them was definitely real. There was guns. Those guns were there before. But guess what? Maybe they were. And, and we were. Pay- uh, mm. see no, what I'm we saying? did see. We did see the creepy preacher. We knew about the amount of guns he had. <laughs> well, I think that we do need to tell people that don't go to the kitchen for a snack when you know there's the missionaries in the middle of nowhere because it's hilarious. Okay, Mom you, thought it was funny. If you want to get a clue inside of my twisted brain, I thought that was hilarious. Your brain is like 20% wine at this point. No, 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 no. I just thought that was... I think sober, I would have thought that was hilarious. Well, we'll have to watch this movie a second time for okay. scientific testing. <laughs> Not tomorrow, though. Okay. We do need to talk about the scale. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For the majority of this film, he's not in a lot of peril because he is... The one inflicting the peril on someone else. That's right. However, as the film gets Are the missionaries peril? No. Yes. (laughs) Their venison was a week in the pot. Yeah, that's... that's, that's, Without refrigeration, Dan. Very low peril. That's ancient Egyptian slow cooker right there. (laughs) That is diarrhea. Yeah. That's peril. Very low peril. He probably didn't have any of it, because he didn't have any of their wacky booze either. His, His cohorts did not threaten him, per se. They, Though they didn't seem friendly. No, they definitely spoke ill of him. Yeah. And then he pointed guns at them, and they stopped doing that. But they didn't point guns at him. No. So. No. No. There was there was guys pointing guns at him the one time. In no, I'm thinking it's camp. like, I'm thinking it's maybe a, a five or a six. Well, at the end, there's a lot of, there's a fair amount of it. But not like some other films where he's been in, like, constantly being pistol whipped. Yeah, and he's not, and spoilers, he doesn't die. He doesn't die. He isn't crucified in this film. Definitely not. We gave that movie a one. See what I'm saying? See what I'm saying? And he was crucified? We yeah. gave him a one? Yeah. yeah. Well, because he knew he was going to be crucified. And he handled he handled uh, the, he handled and the peril very well. After that, so. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, where was it? <laughs> there it is. We've watched this one. Yeah, I'm five. I'm on board with I'm on board with a five or a six. Five or six. What is do you think, about Patrick? Right. Yeah. Uh, so we're all thinking five one. or six. We have to pick one so we don't have another point five in our scale because yeah. we're not going to argue about a point it's very five important. in the middle. It's very. I kind of think five. What do you think? Five, five, five. Okay, I'm not down to argue today. We'll you talk. Ahead. Talk me into five. That wasn't much talking at all. Yeah, all right. Twisted. I. Oh, oh. Thanks for listening. Yeah. You know, <laughs> give us a thumbs up. Don't give us any thumbs down because 
It'll probably make us cry. Yeah, uh, figure out in what manner of metrics our podcast is being rated, because we don't care what the internet thinks about us. But we care what you think, dear listener. So that's right. Please, I pray for us. Send us a Christmas card, and I uh, you know, use have... our discount code on Loot Crate. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have a discount code. <laughs> I, we really don't. No, I I know all of the different ways that people get monetized and want people to be their friends. Right, right. We, we don't just... do any of that. We're just doing this for fun. Yeah, because we enjoy it. Hopefully you do too. Yep. All right. All right. Bye. Bye.